0: Hello, everybody, and welcome in to the Eye of the Podcast show. I am your host, Will, and today we have John and Hunter with us. And this will be our first episode, and today we'll be going over our top 10 list of our 2021 LSU football recruiting class. We'll be breaking down our rankings. All three of us have made a list, and uh, let's just start with uh, John. All right, so sh- sh- well, I actually don't have them
1: ranked in any particular order. I think you know, well, actually, I do have some ranked in in particular order, but not most. Um, guess we're gonna start out with my number ten, Garrett Dellinger, offensive tackle out of Michigan. I think I think you guys know I'm pretty high that's on that's Dellinger. That's your
2: number
1: ten. Yeah, that's my number ten, Garrett Dellinger.
2: Damn, that's low.
1: Look, it's hard. It's hard. Look, I I judge. Look, here's the thing: is I'm I think Dellinger is gonna be a really great player for us. I think you we know. Better be, dude. I think you know. A lot of we people were were wrapped up or with Tristan Leahy, but you know, I think we we <clears> all should have looked at it right. We we got a solid recruiting class last year. Hopefully, we close out strong this year with the offensive line, and hopefully, we lock up next year with Will Campbell. But Dellinger you know he's an early enrollee he's already he a pretty good a
2: lot of upside
1: yeah he's already a really good playing weight I mean I think if we didn't have all five or I think it's trending to have all five starters coming back I, I think well, you know he might ha- he would have a chance to start if someone left but I don't think anyone's gonna leave still well, still remains to be seen
0: well, I think, On 247, Dellinger is listed at 280 coming out of high school. And uh, LSU Sports listed him as 310.
2: I had him at four. Like, I just think he has a lot of upside and will be one of the top players in this class. And, and him, like, being an early enrollee, he's going to be with them guys who have experience and he's going to learn some things. And I think, like, that would make him into a great tackle.
0: Uh, I had Garrett Dellinger at eight. Uh, yeah, I think he has a pretty high floor, and I think he'll be at least a two-year starter for us. And what a we gotten two straight four-star polls, uh, out of Michigan with Bradford and now Dellinger.
2: My number ten is Malik Neighbors. I think he has a lot of upside, and like I don't think he's the best receiver in this class, but I think he'll have a Impact later
1: on in his career at LSU. No, I'm gonna have to disagree with you. He, well, how no, now? This is gonna sound hypocritical because I didn't put neighbors on my list.
0: I, I think, also did not have neighbors in my top 10. I think he's a great player though.
1: I think neighbors, he has the lowest. Fl- it's hard to grade him because he, he didn't play a senior season. I think he has the lowest floor, but he might have the highest ceiling out of any recruit in this wide receiver recruit in this class.
2: I see a lot of good things about him, and it just makes me think he's gonna be a top ten player in this class. Like when it's all said and done.
1: Yeah, for me it was either him or Chris Hilton or a few others. And it, was, I mean, it's,
2: it
1: was tough grading those last like four.
2: Yeah, I don't think he he's better than Chris Hilton or Dion, but I think he, he'll be very good. He might have an argument with Hilton. He might But have. I think Hilton's more like, he's more ready now.
0: He might have an I argument he, with both. I think Hilton's more ready now than Neighbors. I think Neighbors might have a higher floor, though.
1: I think it's hard. I think it's hard to grade neighbors because he didn't play his senior year, and you don't have that senior year film or highlights. It's tough. Will,
2: who's
1: your number
0: right. 10? my number ten is Greg Penn, linebacker Ooh. from Maryland. You have Greg Penn at ten. Yeah, yeah, I, guess I guess I'm I'm higher. Higher. put him. I wanted to put him higher, but. That's just. I think. I think. I think he can put it. I. I my eight through ten is all interchangeable, but Penn, I think, has a very like Dellinger has a very high floor. Um,
2: his ceiling is not as high as others in this class. I think, but I
0: disagree.
2: I think he has a high ceiling. I think he could be a first round pick. To be honest, He's I was watching I, his film.
0: I'll say I think, this. I do think he'll be a multiple-year star- – I think he can be a multiple-year starter. and like a, a th- I think he'll be a player where we can pencil in as a starter and never worry about him. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I, I will say this. I hate
1: to compare players to, you know, players of the past. And, I, you yeah, know, because cool. every player is different, every player is unique. But he does remind me somewhat of, you know – Devin White and Patrick Queen. You know, he has those Devin similar. White
0: is
1: yeah, he he has those similar instincts, you know, where he can just go in and blitz the quarterback, you know. He, he just seems like a nat, more like a natural athlete, kinda like Patrick Queen was and kinda like how Devin White was. That that's what stands out to me. He yeah, looks like a really good athlete.
0: Queen and White Riley both running backs out of college. Yeah. Uh, high school.
1: He just looks like he's built that way. He looks like he could be play running back if he really wanted to.
2: Yeah, but John, where did you have Penn at? I had him at seven. Yeah, I, I said he could A little higher than that. I'm at five.
0: Uh, I, think, I, I think I think I think Penn can be anywhere as high as seven or even six. I just put him at ten. It's kinda yeah, hard to yeah, they're yeah. all really close. Yeah. My my number 9,
1: my number 9 is Savion Jones and I I really want to put him higher. It's just it yeah, was I'm hard for higher. me. It was hard for me to convince myself to do it, but I've I I said this before and I might I might I might eat poop for saying this, but I've always felt that he's got a really high upside for how athletic he is. I, I I don't remember his 40 time off the top of my head, but I remember it was insane for a defensive lineman.
2: I, I don't wanna compare him. Like I know you said you don't you hate comparing it to people, but he kinda reminds me of Daniel Hunter. Yeah, he's I a think freak athlete
1: like you know, I don't think he's as polished as some of the top defensive linemen, although I've seen some people say, you know, he's the best line or he's the best yeah, lineman in the state. And and that's right. that's saying a lot, considering Mason Smith is in the state. I'm just going to say this. I think he's going to be a phenomenal player. I think he has a really high upside. And I think, you know, he's got to grow in some areas. He's got to polish his game a bit. But he's got a really high upside if he can do that.
2: Um. Yeah. And... If we like, I know the reports are saying that we might get Nielsen. We m- might not, but if we get Nielsen, he could easily polish him up. I think he would be a great player and stuff. So,
0: Listen to this: Savion Jones is about two fifty pounds, right? Yeah, He was a track, yeah. he was a track and field star in high school. Yeah, the lineman.
2: He's a freak athlete. That's, that's uh, yeah, he's a,
0: he's a freak. Play three sport athlete.
2: He reminds me of Daniel Hunter a lot. I have Savion Jones
0: at five. I am very high on him.
2: I had I'm, him at... I had him he's a at
0: freak athlete. Coach O always been more of a D-line guru. And I think if we bring Nielsen, in, he can be even better. I, I think Savion Jones is going to be a first or second-round pick. Yeah,
2: same. I, I agree, I agree, I agree. I wanted to put him higher. I
1: think I could maybe convince myself to put him one spot higher, but... There's just it, there's a lot of talent in this class and it's it's hard to
0: judge. Yeah, they're all really close.
2: Okay, do you want to give your number nine, Will, or you want me to give it? Ah, uh, you can do it. Um, this is somebody who I I haven't watched a lot of film on. He could easily be top five, top one. It it I don't know where to gauge him. It's Derek Davis Jr. and I, I just. The only reason he's this low is because I, I I haven't watched a lot of film on him, to be honest.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing that I'll say about DGJ. I guess I'll say it right now. Um, I, I, again, I don't like comparing players to other players, but he's got a very similar skill set and a very similar play scout to Isaiah Simmons, I feel like. He can play safety. He can play corner. He can line up at linebacker. Yeah, I mean yeah, he can do it all. It. He's a great athlete. You no, know, he's gonna be an early
0: enrollee. Compares Derek Davis Jr. to a prime Malcolm Jenkins. Yeah, I it's mean very, a lot. very high bill.
2: Very high. I think he's high IQ, a high IQ guy too.
1: I mean, he's an early enrollee. I wouldn't be surprised if he started, um, right away. Um. I have this guy. I have DGJ ranked as number two on my list.
0: I haven't ranked
2: as... There. I haven't I watched have, a lot of film. Of I have audience. DDJ
0: ranked as my number four recruit in his class. He's just, he's just a jack of all trades out there, like you said. And he's very physical. Can You can put him one-on-one on the outside. And he's an early enrollee. Like, I mean, I definitely think he could start day one, if and I think if he does, and I think he will start during the season. So, yeah, I
2: agree, I agree, I agree.
0: He really doesn't have a weakness out there. Uh, right. My number nine is more of I think this guy is more of a boomer bust than almost anybody in his class because he has ridiculous measurables, and he was a five star uh, before. It's Landon Jackson from Texas. Um, I think, like I said, he's, what, 6'6", 250, pretty, he's an athletic, and he's a physical specimen, and he's also an early enrollee, he's currently rehabbing from an ankle injury he suffered in high school, but he's, like I said, he's big, athletic, and he can be a real star.
2: I, I did not have him in my top 10, to be honest, I, I don't he just has like it's a lot of risk to him, in my opinion. Like
0: I, yeah, I said he's one of the more boomer bust guys. I think he can become the best player in this class, top ten pick, or he can fizzle out, never really become anything like that. Yeah, yeah I agree.
1: I agree with what you said. I also did not have him in my top ten. His injury, he he was, he's right yeah, I, there. I, he's right there at number eleven. Just his injury, kind of.
0: Held him out. I I do see. Is that his first injury? I think he's at yeah. Right here it says he has had two season-ending injuries. He ankle obviously as a senior and a, as a sophomore he tore his ACL.
1: Yeah. So injury history there kind of worries me. But if he can stay healthy and he can stay healthy
0: and, if, and like I said, Nielsen comes here. Coach O, uh, Christian Rakatour, he can be a real player. Yeah.
1: Just gotta polish his game up because he's very unpolished right now. But,
0: man, he's he's very he's raw, but there's a
2: lot of talent there. Yeah. Did you have Jackson in your top ten, John?
1: No, no, I did not. I'll also I'll also say this about Jackson. Um, I remember I remember um when that drill. He I think it was a rivals camp when he man, did really he bad, did, bad at the bad drill. drill.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, and I always hated that. Honest,
2: I don't even know what they like. I don't, I don't. know how they found People it. People so made funny. way too much of a big. Yeah, deal they, they they put. In that bitch.
1: They put too much into that stock into that, but you also got to realize that, you no, know, Landon Jackson comes from a smaller school. He doesn't necessarily have the equipment, coaching, and resources that as some of the some of these higher end prospects have. And the thing is, he's going to get that scuff at LSU, so he could easily like really just polish himself up and become a really good player, just because he has more resources available to him at LSU than he did throughout high school.
0: I mean, you know Jackson has a ton of talent when, as a junior, he was a five-star talent. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Alright, so John, yeah. number eight. Uh, my number eight is Chris Hilton,
1: wide receiver out of Louisiana. Um, and I could probably, I, I might move Hilton down to nine. Yeah, I mean, him and Savion are right there for me. Um, he, was no,
2: he was my number eight, too. I Hilton think, was my I'm number gonna,
1: seven. All right, we all had kind of had him rated the same. Um, I think the big thing for me is, I think he's going to be a really good wide receiver. I think he kind of, I don't know who he necessarily reminds me of. I think he's kind of a yeah, mix of a few wide receivers here to, that we've had at LSU. But, I mean, he's really good. He's kind of shifty. He's got great hands. I think just my thing is is that... He's really fast. He's going to run yeah, around in the he's four really,
0: threes in college.
1: Yeah, he's he's just really athletic, great hands, really shifty. You know, everything you like in a wide receiver. And I'm not saying he can't be the number one guy in this class. It's because I felt like there's a lot more players with higher upsides than him, and that's why he ultimately got the number eight ranking.
2: Plus, like, I don't know where to put him. Like, do you put him in the slot? But you got Keishawn. It's just like, it's just a weird situation.
1: Yeah, I think Corey's probably going to play the slot more than anyone
0: else.
2: Yeah, I I, some... I would agree with that. I don't uh, know. How the fast this year?
0: K-Sean's an outside guy for sure.
2: I mean, I think he'd play anything really.
0: He, he can do anything, but I assume he's going to be playing outside with Coy in the slot. But that other outside spot receiver, it's probably Jarray Jenkins' job to lose as of now. But I think all all four of these freshman wide receivers can take that.
1: Yeah, I just want to say this. Um, his, his his 40 time, and this was in 2019, March of 2019, 4.45. So I'd imagine of that improved i I'd, I'd imagine it might be in the four point three range now but yeah, yeah
0: pretty ridiculous.
1: I will say this. um, another thing that I saw and t- kind of concerns me. I don't know what his exact weight is, but I think he does need to add some muscle
0: he, he definitely needs to add some weight to him,
1: and like I said, I think he has a high upside. I just think there's some guys who have higher upsides in this class, not no knock to him. Because he's got a pretty high upside.
0: Um, I Chris is he's very fast. He's lean, like John said, and he's kind of like a jack of all trades receiver. Um, he needs to definitely put on weight, but I think he's just going to be a mainstay at starting receiver for a long time. I think he could be here for four years, start for start for three and be like a third round pick is what I is what I would put him at. I think like John said All right. All right.
2: right. Um
0: number 7? Number
2: 8. Number 8. Well, well I said I Oh had well, pick yeah, it. your number 8 is right, Sutton. So
0: and what's your number 8, Will? My number 8 was Garrett Dellinger, and we already went
1: over him. All right. <laughs> All right. So, my number 7 we we've already gone over my number 7 is Greg Penn. Uh Hunter,
0: mm-hmm. is your number 7?
2: Um, uh, I had Garrett Nussmere, which which just can vary. Like, it, we have Walker Howard, which is kind of a problem, but, like. Good problem it, to have. Good problem. Yeah, it's a, it's a good problem to have. But I think Garrett, Garrett Nussmere or Nussmeyer, whatever you want to call him, or wh- however you pronounce it, I just think he has a lot of upside. Unless Walker Howard comes in and dominates. I
1: think
2: Garrett would have
1: a good career here at LSU. Yeah. I, I've, I've stated this once. I'll skate again. I think is the best quarterback in Texas, and I'm willing to argue that. I'm willing to go head-to-head with anyone who thinks different. But well, who else they got? He, he, well, they got Caden Salters, um, Eli Stowers. Oh. So, the, the kid committed to Tennessee. I think he's like a top 100 Caden prospect. Knew. Caden Salter? Yeah, Salters. So, and all, scours.
2: I'd take Nussmeyer over anybody. Yeah, I'd nothing take Nussmeyer over Everyone. anyone
0: in Texas. Um, uh, John, where did you have Nuss ranked? Did you have him
1: ranked? Uh, yeah, I had him ranked sixth. Um, I think the big thing for me is that, it's like you said, Um, you can only play one quarterback, and he's coming into a, a very good situation for quarterback. I mean, we've got Max Johnson, who... You know, had, had a pretty solid ending to his freshman campaign. T.J. Finley, even though he he wasn't supposed to play this year, and, you know, I mean, I think, you know, it was an up-and-down season for him, but he's he's got a lot of upside to him as well. And you've also got Walker Howard committed, and so, you know, you know, Nuss is a great leader. He has a lot of things that you, you like about him, but at the same time, the question has to be asked. Is he ever, like, going to be the
0: starting quarterback at LSU? Yeah,
2: it's just hard. It's just hard to judge. The, Only like,
0: other There's one more quarterback ahead of Nuss Meyer on the composite ranking. It's Alabama commit Jalen Milroe You. I'd take Nuss over him. So would I. But I have Nuss at 11. Uh, really? I, I think Walker has... Definitely more natural talent than Nuss, but I think I think Nuss could get buried on the depth chart, like you said. But at the end of the day, I do think he has the it factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's, he's he he kind of like he said Nussman. always says that he tries to emulate Joe Burrow, and he's an elite leader. He's the leader of this uh, recruiting class. He's like the spokesperson of the entire class, and and if he becomes the starter at LSU. I think he's going to be like an elite player. Like, yeah. first round pick. He also
2: needs yeah,
1: to yeah. add He also needs to add
0: I, weight. He, he definitely I believe needs him and weight. Walker
2: can be first round picks. I, I like both of them a lot. And I also like Max. I don't want to disrespect Max, but when you got people like Dustmere and Walker Howard coming in, I just think it's hard to. Yeah, I mean, it's, hard it's hard to it's judge what's going to what's gonna like, happen.
0: What's, cra- you know, what's crazy is that we're talking about having too many. Great cube quarterbacks coming in through LSU. Yeah. That's, that's rare. Used
1: to be we
0: didn't have ha- we
1: that's, didn't that's, have any good quarterbacks. It's the new normal and Fong,
2: bro. And Fong or whoever makes the rankings. If you're watching this, Fong. if you don't give Walker Howard my a five star, man. Dude, Walker has to become a five
0: star. I mean
1: like, like, that's
2: some, that's some disrespect.
1: Well, who's your number seven? We're on number seven, right?
0: My number seven was uh Chris Hilton.
1: Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, fair, fair. So, um, my number six with Garrett Nussmeyer.
2: My, my, was uh, Savion and we already discussed him. My He's number six good. is
0: Armani Goodwin from Alabama.
2: I really like Armani. I like Armani and Corey. They're, I think they'll both be great. You know what I'm saying? I, I think, think Armani. I think they should have been top ten, especially with
0: uh, Jake Peets, who. I mean, Christian McCaffrey had probably the best running back receiving season of all time in NFL history, and I think Amani's a pretty good receiver as a running back, and I don't think he really has a weakness. He's quick, has pretty good long speed, and he doesn't go down easily, runs angry, so does Kiner. Kiner reminds me more of of a Clyde Edwards-Hilaire type, and I think uh, mine
2: kinda of reminds me of Gibbs out of Georgia
0: Tech.
1: Yeah. I agree. I, I, I
0: agree with that comparison for sure. I think very this nasty.
1: I have a very unique comparison for Goodwin. Goodwin's also my number five. You guys gotta
0: Goodwin's like, also a very good uh cut. He's he's very good at making quick cuts. Yeah, he's very quick cuts.
1: I think my comparison to Goodwin is I thought he was the running back version of JoJo Earl. That that's kinda how I saw him. And I don't know why I see him that way. It's just, you know, kind of similar skill sets. It's just they're playing different positions.
2: Yeah.
0: I thought Earl was pretty boomer bust. Do you think that's the same situation
1: with Goodwin? Oh, I, I think I Earl was boomer bust because he's a wide receiver. I don't think Goodwin's boomer bust. I I think running back. Running back's more along the line. If If you're, time. if, if you're, um... If you're a short wide receiver, you're Boomer bust. But if you're a short running back, I don't think it necessarily matters that much.
0: I think uh, yeah,
2: if we have five, like a example. poor,
0: like if, if I think Goodwin's one of those running backs where if we have a poor line, he can make it work. Yeah. That's a fair comparison. And, but the the one thing you gotta be looking out with Goodwin is, of course, uh, 2019 he tore his ACL and MCL but yeah, as a didn't... senior he broke his yards record in his career and his touchdowns record so he looks he looks to be recovered from that hopefully he can avoid injuries at the next level and John is a good win a early enrollee no he's not no I
2: don't uh, think any yeah. running backs
1: are around number 5 already well my number 5 was Armani Goodwin so I can't really
0: say that one Number five was Greg Penn. Ah, uh, my number five is
2: Savion Jones.
0: Ah,
1: all right.
2: We already covered them, so number so so
1: yeah. We're we're breaking new ground here with number four. My number four, and I think I think a lot of people, I think you guys might be shocked that I have him this low. Mason, Mason Smith. Smith. Yep. I have Mason Smith yeah, right. at three. Damn, Here's my what? thing: is
2: hello. So
1: ah, you know Mason Smith. He looks like he's very athletic for his weight. No, he looks like. He looks and like he's gonna he be. The moves
0: is pretty insane.
1: Yeah, it's pretty insane. He looks like, but this is the thing I've always thought about Mason. Is I've, I've kind of felt like you know he might need a year of polishment. You know, you do watch like some highlights, and I mean I've seen That's, him where like.
0: I mean,
2: he, well, I watched the interview, and he's trying to he's trying to lose fifteen pounds. Yeah. I know he's trying to lose five pounds and gain fifteen pounds of straight muscle. Well, so yeah. I, I think he's focused on polishing up his body and stuff. Yeah. And his mechanic. Yeah, and, and that's like very important. League.
0: I will say this. I you mean, know, you say Mason is like, a, he needs an eight-year to polish. I mean, that's that's typically normal for a defensive yeah, it's typ- tackle. Yeah, it is. It's the same thing in the NFL. or Rick, Ricky Ethan's tackles it's usually like, always struggle.
1: Yeah, it's like he needed to work on his body, and he's doing that. Um, I think LSU, LSU sports, I think, has him listed wrong. According to Mason Smith himself in an interview he did with – um rivals he's at 292 which i think is i mean
0: i I think mason's a guy who can fluctuate his weight very well yeah
1: i think he wants to add just pure muscle i he's he's very athletic athletic. he wants
0: he moves well what is what is LSU's? he has a great work
2: ethic lsu sports has him as 312 that's that's kind of what yeah,
1: some of the, some of these weights are kind of whack. That's why I, that I, I I look at heights. I don't necessarily look at weights when they list them.
2: I wonder if that's like true. Cause I heard he was putting trying to put on fifteen pounds and getting like three or five. Well, like I
1: don't know. Is, I don't know exactly uh, when the he in said the,
0: himself. He said himself that he's two ninety two. I don't know when through. the
1: interview was done. It could have been done a while back. Um, this is the one thing I'll also say is you know you watch some videos of him and he struggled to generate push at times against you know. Offensive lineman. I think you know, it it will take a year of polishment, but I think he's going to be a great player. Has a lot, tremendous upside. It's just he's he's also kind of at the spot where I I have guys ranked higher because of more upside.
2: I had I have met two. Fair enough. Yeah, I, Cause think, I think this other guy is just going to be all around playmaker. I think the I already know what I you're I talking have. about. Well, yeah. yeah,
1: I know who you're talking about too. And I think I think I have him ranked the same as you, and
0: I
2: do yeah. too. I just think, but but Mason, I I just I see him as like an all around dominant player, kind of like how Glenn Dorsey was, and I think Glenn Dorsey, if I if I can't recall, I think he was kind of raw too coming in. So it happens to everybody. I, mean,
0: I think Mason Smith is like. I think him and I. I know we've gotten a lot of defensive tackles, especially in the twenty twenty class. Um, I think they're all pretty good players, but I think the future two at that position is ja- Jaquelin Roy and Mason Smith, because I think those those two complement each other so well.
2: Yeah, I and like Roy too. They kind of are, are identical. I think you're um, sleeping um, on my
0: boy Jacobian. Jacobian Guillory is also very good. He would also compliment Roy, Roy pretty well. We, we're we're st- we're stacked at DT. I've also heard good things uh, about Eric Taylor.
1: Yeah, if Jacobian can stay on the field, he'll be a great player.
0: I think Mason, my comparison, would probably be more like a Javon Kinlaw. So I think he's athletic, to, un- athletic enough to become a really good pass rusher, and be good enough in the run and size. Plus, athleticism wise, where you can get double teams and let the edge rushers and a guy like Jaqueline Roy get to the passer.
2: If I'm I... being honest, I'll shoot for the moon on the comparison. I think he's Glenn Dorsey and Marcus Spears. I think he's going to be a LSU legend after he gets out of here.
0: Yeah, Dorsey, when he came in, didn't even play in his freshman season.
2: Yeah, I'm Yeah, getting... yeah he was very raw.
1: Him and Roy are very similar. Um, I think. Mason Smith is less polished and more athletic than Roy, but they're very similar
0: players. And what I mean, they're Roy going to be able to do. was good as a freshman at the end of the season. So. he
1: was. All right, Maybe. Will, what's your number four? My number four is Derek Davis Jr. Oh wait, I skipped Hunter. <laughs> All right, well, no, fair no, enough. I had
2: Dellinger. I had Dellinger.
1: All right, so, All right. so I'm breaking number- new ground again. Number three. Uh, so I, you know, you guys might have this guy at number one. I don't know. Because they, we were talking about all-around playmakers. I think there's two guys who I think are all-around playmakers in this class. Number three for me is Deion Smith. Um,
2: okay, I didn't have him as number one. I, I had him as number Smith three, a two. too. I had him as number two. I had two. him at three. Yeah, I, I think, you know,
1: I, I like I said, I hate comparing players, but he just reminds me so much of Devontae Smith. I think the big thing, though, is, is I don't know how accurate the weight is. I don't think the weight's, like, Two tremendously off, and six three two zero three. If he
0: if he's two if that if he's six three two zero three, his skills as a true freshman. Yeah, he's gonna good start luck right away. SEC corners.
1: Yeah, like he's 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 got really great skills. He's like, I think he's kind of all around, but he's got great speed. Now he can like take it the distance after the catch. Skills are incredible. Um, I also think that oh. that.
2: He kind of reminds me of a, like a, a taller DJ Moore.
0: Yeah,
1: I think that's a fair comparison.
0: I I, I, th- I think both Smith and Moore are pretty. I think those guys are also both similar to each other. So I I think that's a good comparison.
1: Yeah, I think you know I think he's a heavier Devonte Smith.
0: I just think like I think he's he'll be he's physical. a heavier, a slightly. Le- I think he'll be. I think he'll be a lot more physical than Devon than Smitty, but. He I don't think he's as fast as Devontae Smith.
2: I'd say i say compare people to Devontae. He runs Smith. around
0: he runs around like a four five four forty, I think. Four five five right
2: there. Like I think when you get to compare to, comparing people that's, to Jamar. That's, and that's closer to and Jamar's like... speed. Like when we say we're comparing him
0: to like Devontae Smith and DJ Moore, we're not saying he's gonna be as good as those guys, but yeah, yeah, he's I gonna know. be a
1: little bit different. I don't think he has the release of Devontae Smith, but at the same time, I think he's gonna be more I physical.
2: Think, yeah,
0: because Smithy, he's very skinny.
2: That's why I think he's like DJ Moore, because DJ Moore more of a deep threat. That's why he wasn't like really utilized this year with the Panthers, because like Teddy Bridgewater's game, throw deep.
0: DJ, DJ still ended up with about twelve hundred yards. He's really good. Yeah, at yeah but I'm saying game. like
2: Teddy didn't compliment him.
0: Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I Number
2: two? I had... No,
0: I had Deion at two. And... I can't can't seem to find a flaw in his game, really. I mean, you could point to maybe his straight-line speed, but he's great with run-after-the-catch, like you guys said, like DJ Moore, like a Devontae Smith. Has very long strides... And whenever he faced the top competition at corner in Mississippi, he always he always won. He always had insane stats, and he's really he has really good ball control. Smith, Devontae Smith, has the best ball control or body control as I've seen in college football. I mean, it's pretty it's insane. He's he's been a track and field star at Mississippi high or at Jackson, Mississippi high school. And yeah, I think he's, I think he's gonna be a first round pick.
1: Who'd you have at number three, Hunter?
2: Oh, I had Deon.
0: Ah, yeah. All right, so
1: number
2: I three,
0: had, I had Mason at
1: three. Fair enough. All and right, I had so
2: Mason at two. All
1: right, yeah. I have Derek Davis Jr. at number two. I know we already hit on him. I just think you know he's an all around skill set guy who you know can line him up by multiple positions, and I think he'll be a great player for us right away. And so I guess we we all we have number one left, and I think we all have the same guy for number one. Yes, sir. Sage uh, Ryan.
2: Yes,
0: yeah, Sage yep.
2: Ryan. He's my favorite, come, come, like. Come Sage Ryan's and.
0: gonna. Sage Ryan's gonna be a day one guy, and I'm confident in saying that. I don't know I I I'm kind of skeptical that since he's
1: not an early enrollee, and I don't know exactly where we're going to land. I up. just I, think nickel. I, I know we want to play him nickel, but I I guess. That's Flott's role right now. We might shuffle around the secondary during the spring. If, if he does start, though, I'm I'm really excited to see him in the in, in nickel and slot.
0: If he doesn't start, I still think they'll get him on the field.
1: Yeah, they'll, they'll find they'll find do. somewhere to get him on the field. He's extremely talented.
0: We we talk the, uh, about the honey badger. He's, Sage he's was at like the,
2: the honey badger.
0: No, no he's at not. the same. Sage was at the uh, same event. As Chris Hilton was in March t- 2019, he also ran a four four five. I don't think I don't think um Sage is like the honey
1: badger. I think he's very close to what the honey badger is and was. You know, multiple positions in high school um punt returner, great speed, great athleticism. I mean the guy's crazy athletic. Um,
0: I mean he was offense. He played every position on offense, every position on defense at LCA. I mean, I don't
1: think I don't think he's gonna have very many issues in the game. I just hope he's able to stay on I mean, the field. We I hope think, that for everyone, think, but especially him.
0: I think Sage is definitely gonna be faster than the Honey Badger was, honestly. The Honey Badger ran a four-five-one at the combine, while
2: Tyrem in just had March of
0: twenty yet. of March of twenty nineteen, Sage ran a four-four-five. So that's. Faster than Tyron Matthew ran at the NFL Combine that's as a crazy. junior in high school. So, yeah. yeah, I would. I think I would compare Sage Ryan to like a the Michigan version of Jabril, Pe- Jabril Peppers. That
2: that's actually a money prediction, and and he could he could play both ways if we're being honest. I think he's.
0: I think eventually in his career, he's going to be a, an elite kick returner, like. We need a really good kick returner here. We haven't had one in a while, or punt returner. DJ Tark was pretty good. Trey White was all right, but I Trey White was pretty good. Trey White was pretty good. Yeah, you're right. But I think we we
2: always had good punt returners. It's just Stingley,
0: like Stingley. Stingley, I've so, I've seen so many. I was just waiting for him to break one this year, and it never happened. Because for the most part, we took him out. Because he had injury concerns. Yeah, we
1: didn't. We, we didn't want to get him hurt.
0: I've seen Sage Ryan lock down opposing number one receivers. I've seen him play free safety, strong safety. I've seen him play a linebacker. I've I've seen him play an elite. I've seen him play elite football at receiver and running back too. I mean, he's the fastest player on the field, almost at all times. And he can—he's blitz—he's very good at blitzing the quarterback. He's very smart, and he's just—he's just a natural playmaker, like Peppers, like Matthew.
2: Mhm.
0: All right, so that should wrap up
1: episode one of I of the podcast. Uh, I, we all hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, anyway, we'll see you guys later.